Hey, Wildcat Nation. Welcome back to another episode of Wildcat Week. It is episode four of season four. I'm Abby Harvey, and I'll be back with my co-host, Micah Roberts. And before we get started, I'm going to pass it to Isaac Wolf for another episode of Crossroads League in Review. I'm Isaac Wolf with your Crossroads League Week in Review. In men's basketball, the highly anticipated top five matchup between Grace and Indiana Wesleyan took place in Marion on Wednesday. After an even first 13 minutes of play, Grace finished the first half on a 22-5 run to go by 17 at halftime. The Lancers kept it rolling in the second half and made a statement on the road with a 99-71 win against the number 5 Wildcats. Elijah Malone strengthened his National Player of the Year resume with 26 points in the game. Ian Scott made an impact off the bench with 23 points and 5 threes. The Wildcats' leading scorer was Caden Bontrager with 14. Grace now takes a two-game lead for the top spot in the conference. On Saturday, the Wildcats bounced back with a strong showing on the road at number 18 Bethel, winning 102-88. Nathan Childress led the way with 24 points for the Wildcats. Childress was one of five Wildcats in double figures. Bethel's leading scorer was Drew Lutz with 22. Gus Etchison made headlines on Wednesday against Spring Arbor, scoring 43 points in the night's 81-69 win. Etchison put up 33 of those in the first half, a Marion record for points in a half. He tied the school's single-game record for threes made in the game with eight in the first half alone. He finished with nine threes in the game, hitting just one in the second half to break the record en route to his career-high 43-point night. In women's basketball, number 4 Indiana Wesleyan went 2-0 this week with wins over Grace and Bethel. Lily Frazier averaged 20.5 points, 6.5 rebounds, and 6 assists per game for the Wildcats across the two wins. Number 2 Marion picked up a pair of wins this week against Spring Arbor and Taylor. In Saturday's 86-51 win against Taylor, senior Ella Collier became the Knights' all-time leading scorer. Needing 25 points to take the top spot, Collier scored exactly 25 to pass Lakin Hasser-Smith. Marion improved to 21-1 with the win. They're 12-0 in conference and currently ride a 19-game winning streak into Wednesday where they take on Goshen College on the road. For this week's Crossroads League Awards, Elena Nelson of Spring Arbor is the Women's Basketball Player of the Week. Nelson led Spring Arbor to a 73-56 win over Mount Vernon with 29 points on 12-15 shooting from the field. Nelson also grabbed 8 rebounds and picked up 1 block in the victory. The Men's Basketball Player of the Week is Javen Buchanan of Indiana Wesleyan. Buchanan powered number 5 Indiana Wesleyan to a 93-91 overtime win at Huntington with 26 points and 15 rebounds. The sophomore forward sank 9 of 17 shots and went 8 of 9 from the free throw line. The Women's Indoor Track Athlete of the Week is Claire Lang of Marion. Lang hit a pair of NAIA A standards at the IUPUI Invitational, placing 2nd in the 600 and 4th in the 4x100m relay. The sophomore's time of 1 minute 34.76 seconds in the 600 ranked her tops in the Crossroads League this season. The Women's Indoor Field Athlete of the Week is Ariana Benjamin of Marion. Benjamin turned in the runner-up finishes in the weight throw and shot put for Marion at the IUPUI Invitational. Benjamin's marks were both good enough to automatically qualify for NAIA Nationals. The Men's Indoor Track Athlete of the Week is Camden Kahn of Spring Arbor. Kahn scored wins for Spring Arbor in the mile and the distance medley relay at the Saginaw Valley State Invitational. The freshman automatically qualified for NAIA Nationals in each event while helping Spring Arbor break a school record with the second-best NAIA time in the distance medley relay this year. The Men's Indoor Field Athlete of the Week is Christian Rios of Marion. Rios scored two top five finishes for Marion at the IUPUI Invitational. Rios hit NAIA A standards in the shot put and weight throw with marks of 16.03 meters and 18.05 meters. The Women's Bowler of the Week is Cassidy Alexander of Spring Arbor. Alexander led Spring Arbor to a first place team finish at the third Crossroads League meet of the season. Alexander topped the field with 782 pins, posting a game high of 212. 
The men's bowler of the week is Cody Hall of Spring Arbor. Hall knocked down 826 pins over four games with a game high of 234 to top the field at the third crossroads of the of the season. Hall's efforts also led Spring Arbor to the team title. That's all for this week with your Crossroads League Week in Review. I'm Isaac Wolf. again for Isaac and all he brings to the table with all things sports across the Crossroads League. Today we're spotlighting the number five nationally ranked men's basketball. We have Cademan Bontrager and Noah Smith here today. Um, thank you guys for both coming tonight. And yeah. yeah, to start things off, we just want to congratulate you on a great season so far and everything that you've accomplished to this point. Uh, it's definitely been a great season for you guys uh, as a whole and you guys have the entire community, entire community supporting you guys and um, kind of just starting off uh, just with one of the most important games coming up on Wednesday against Grace. What has been the prep for you guys and the team so far? Yeah, I mean, we're super excited about the big matchup we have coming on Wednesday. Um, there's a lot of respect uh, between both teams. Grace is a powerhouse and very talented. Um, but we're up to the challenge. We're the, this is the first time since I've been here that we're an underdog. Um, so it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a good environment. Uh, prep this week, we, we know they're pretty um, strong in the paint and want to get to the rim to their big fella. So, you know, we're going to try our best to keep it um, out of the paint um, and just keep fighting down low and, and battle with each other. So, Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, it's just a great opportunity for us, you know, especially playing at home against the number one team. Like, I think that's – it doesn't get any better than that. Um, I think our mentality is just to go out there and uh, fight for each other because, I mean, we've really got nothing to lose. So taking it back to the very beginning, how did both of you get into basketball and what made you start playing? I mean, I've been playing basketball for as long as I can remember. Um, I remember being, I think my first experience that I can really remember is being um, in preschool and we had like a little basketball court outside and I remember just like seeing other people play basketball and wanting to hop in and join with that. Then I did so and I've been you know, having a ball in my hand ever since. So I've, I've been playing basketball my whole life yeah uh, I started playing I was I think fifth sixth grade um I was I was tall I wasn't really good at it I didn't I didn't like it that much either but uh um I just uh I just kept I could stick with it and kept playing um I started getting better pretty good so I just kept uh grinding I guess since then and I guess that's how I started to um enjoy it more and play more as I got through high school and into college so and while you guys were growing up or in high school, did you guys participate in any other sports or was it mainly just basketball? Yeah, I played ba I played football until about eighth grade. And then I got a concussion. I was like, no, I, I love <laughs> basketball more. I'm, let me stay away from this. And then uh, that's when, like, all that concussion stuff was happening in the NFL anyway. And my mom, she's a big basketball fan. And she was just like, yeah, you might as well just stay with basketball. So I've just been rocking with that. Yeah, uh, same thing for me, too. I played football um, for two years. Uh, I got a concussion in both years, so I had to quit. Um, but then uh, I played baseball, too, um, up until, I think, my freshman year of high school. And, uh, yeah, that was that's a fun sport to play. Was there a deciding moment for e either of you that you knew you wanted to continue playing basketball in college? Um, yeah, for me, I just – I think the doors that it opened up for me just throughout my whole life and the people that I was able to meet. Um, you know, once high school came around and it was time to make a college decision, uh, I just chose IWU because I felt like, you know, the, I could meet some great people and be around some amazing people for the next four years that turned out to be five years. So 
I think that that kind of was a main factor just in terms of the people I'd be able to be around. Um, I mean, I think I just uh, really, I just enjoyed uh, playing in high school and I really wanted to like keep playing in college. Uh, cause I, I mean, I love the sport so much. Um, and I think that's really what motivated me to keep playing in high school or in college. And Noah, you kind of already answered this a little bit, but how did you guys decide to come to IWU over any other college? Yeah, like I said, just being around the people. Um, and then the coaching staff, <clears throat> the relationship I have with Coach Tonegal and Coach Clark uh, was just amazing from the jump. It's, you know, I came here a lot on visits and open gyms and stuff like that. And it was, this place was nothing like any of the other colleges I visited. Um, so that that played a huge part in just, you know, I wanted to become a better man when I left college. And I think I've been able to do so since being here. So, Yeah, I got, I really got connected to IU really through the, co or IWU through, really through the coaches. I mean, um, they're probably some of the most like genuine coach or people like I've ever met. Um, and like, they really just, um, like they didn't care about like you as a basketball player, but as a person. And I really think that's what like led me to come here. Um, and then obviously like the culture that the basketball program has in I am third, I thought that was something special. And I thought that would, uh, you know, grow me into, um, you know, a man um, and uh, just lead me in the right direction, you know, even after college. So Cade, you touched on the I am third thing and it's something that is kind of just like the men's basketball team, like everyone knows that's kind of your guys' thing. So kind of describe that kind of looking in for people who don't know what that means. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so it starts with uh, God first, other second, and then yourself third. And I think what the world tries to tell us is that, like, you know, you need to get what you want and you need to do what you want. But, like, that's not what the Bible tells us. And so I think, like, when you combine that or when you combine that and then with playing basketball, like, it makes it so much more fun for everyone else uh, to – like just be a part of this program. And I think that's like what we try to live into every day and what we like, you know, push, you know, for others um, outside the program to do too. So like they can learn from it as well. Yeah, and just going off that, like it, it's different. It's it's counterintuitive, you know, like Kate said, society tells you to do the complete opposite and put yourself first. Um, and, you know, we try, we try and live by it. Coach T is a great example, um, someone who just really lives by it. And, he leads us through it. Um, and, and it's special when you get a group of 17 men, you know, all trying to put each other first. It, it makes this place special and really builds our culture. So um, it's been something that's really changed my life. But like in high school, you know, you're a little bit selfish and then you get around a group of uh, men who want you to be better, but also like push you to put others above yourself. Um, it, it changes your life. And kind of moving forward into like actual games um obviously you guys are the fifth ranked team in the nation um but does that give you or any guys on the team extra stress heading into a game and if so explain how you overcome dealing with that um i mean i would say like as a team we don't really like we don't really like think we're defined by our rankings like we we really like try to look past that because we're we're really just focused on trying to get better um, every single day, and like we we can't really let the ranking define us by that. So I mean, like when we see the rankings, we you know we don't we don't think that we're 
no better or no worse than the team. Yeah, <clears throat> I would agree. I mean, like we see the rankings, but honestly, I can't remember a time we've like talked about our ranking all year, whether we were ninth or whatever, the fifth now, like we never really talk about it. Um, so I feel like it doesn't really add the ranking. So the ranking so much doesn't really add pressure to us. I think just being at IWU and kind of the standard and, you know, the three national championships and the, the powerhouse that this program is, that automatically brings the pressure. And you, you guys play sports, you feel that as well. Just everybody in the conference wanting wanting to get a piece of you, you get the best shot of everybody. So that pressure is just always there. I wouldn't I wouldn't say our ranking really plays a factor into that. So based on just like looking at stats, um, since I've been here, I feel like I haven't seen this, but you guys have scored over 100 points in five games this season. What do you think is different about this team than years past? Specifically Noah, because he's been here for a little yeah. bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're we're really talented. Uh, we're, we're shooting the ball a lot better, I feel like, than we have in years past. And and we're playing for each other. We got guys who are, you know, everybody's kind of matured in a way. So, you know, I've been here five years. Griff's been here. Stoff's been here. So you, you got guys, Mater's been here. So you got guys who's been here, who, who, who have been here for a while and really stepping into their role and, and taking that role seriously. Um, so we got, you know, guys in the gym a lot more. And you, Kind of as a senior, from from my perspective, when your career is winding down, like you take things a lot more seriously than I like. For me, example, for me, I than I did as a freshman. Um, so just part of that, just taking things a lot ser more seriously, um, plays a factor in just the way that we're playing. So moving on a little bit to um, kind of the spiritual aspect of your guys's team, what do you guys do to kind of incorporate either spiritual growth or things like that into either practice games or other things. Yeah. Um, so this summer we've had like uh, called the, they're called I am third circle groups and it's really groups you get together with uh, every, I think at least once a week during the summer. And we would just, you know, talk about our faith and um, talk about, you know, ways we can make each other better in like basketball and then like spiritually. And I think like that's led into the season this year. And like, we're still meeting with our circle groups um, and we're still, um, you know, that's still like it's we're still building off of that. So I think that like like having that accountability from like your teammates and your coaches that are in those groups, I think that like builds off or that that's really like what I've been like building off of this year and in the season. Yeah, I would agree. <clears throat> those circle groups have been amazing. Kate and I are actually in the same circle group um, headed by Coach T. He's the leader of our group. Um, but, yeah, so we have, I think, three or four groups within our team. And, you know, we talk by ourselves, have our own group chat, and then we come together with whatever we've been learning, whatever's on our hearts. Um, so that, that's been important for us as, as our team continues to grow spiritually. <clears throat> and then also just de devotionals, like after practice, before scouts. Most of the time we have, like, a verse or um, some type of passage attached to the scout, scout or the key of the game. Um, so just things like that just keep us in the word and keep us focused and allows us to just keep the main thing the main thing. Um, and kind of diving back into the season, uh, I recently uh, talked to Coach Jeff Clark, um, and he pretty much explained this word um, that you guys have been using all season, and that's the word fight. Um, what does that mean for you, and how do you feel, especially for you, Noah, um, what does it mean to kind of incorporate that with this team and how special it truly is. <clears throat> yeah, it looks fight, like you said, fight's been our word for this year. And it looks a lot of different ways for everyone on the team, right? You know, 
if you if you're playing a lot, like you're you're fighting on the court, um, you're fighting for your brother, and then even if you're not playing, like you're fighting to cheer on a teammate. I think everybody has found something that they can fight for this year, and we've been trying to build off that. And then with our workouts, I'm just stuff like that, fighting through workouts, fighting through tough practices, uh, just moments like we just came off Huntington and in an overtime game, and you know we're dead tired, playing the most minutes we played all year, and just the word fight we just comes to our mind. Think about all the work we put in, all the preparation we put in, and now it's time to fight through any tiredness, any fatigue that we're feeling. So, I mean, it plays out a ton of different ways at different moments, but it's it's just been a pillar for us this year. Yeah, um, I mean, like I'd say every guy has grown in it too. Like um, I would say last like compared to last year, last year we, there were so many games where it was like, man, like, it was a close game and we just lose um, on the last second shot or like in the last minute. But I think this year, like we've just like everyone's grown in that from the freshmen to you know the seniors. Um, like everyone's just collectively come together and just like like hey, we're gonna fight because I mean like when you fight for each other, then I mean that's it's like it's powerful really. So moving on to additions to your guys' team, obviously you got some transfers coming in this season. What has been their impact, either on the court, off the court, and how have you seen them impact the team's success? Yeah, Chile has been amazing for us. Um, he's had some huge games. Uh, he's filled in in our starter role, and like like I say, he's just been amazing, done everything that we asked him to do. And so, and he's been a great guy off the court as well, and brings a lot of light to our locker room and group chats and and stuff like that. And then Luke Brown. Although he's been hurt this year, he's been amazing and with his voice and like he'll make scouts of certain players and just watch extra film, watch extra film with guys and just little stuff like that um, just shows that he's still bought in, which is it's a hard position to be in when you're out for the season. I remember going through that and and kind of struggling mentally and it's just been amazing to see Luke lock in and stay focused and and stay with us. So the, both of them have been amazing. Yeah. Um. For the two freshmen, uh, Marcus, uh, uh, he's he's just really like he. This dude's grown so much in like such a little amount of time. Like he's is like he's become a lockdown defender, um, and that's I mean it's crazy that I said that. Like considering like when I watched him at Open Gym for the first time when he came here, like <laughs> he uh, you know he's definitely grown since then, um, and you know he he's can he's gonna continue to grow and continue to get better. Um, he's just. Uh, great shooter too, elite shooter. Um, and then Jackson, uh, Jackson's just a student of the game. Um, he loves the game. He, I mean, he's always watching film. He's always like learning, wanting to get better. Um, and I mean, he's, I mean, that dude's gonna be a future coach someday. So, yeah, those two, those two freshmen have a bright future. And with how draining the season can be because of the the length of it. Um, obviously that can wear you down physically and emotionally. What are things that you do to implement in your life to help with this? <clears throat> I would say for me personally, I think I do a pretty good job of being able to balance, you know, basketball and then spending time just like away from sports. I think early on in my career, I struggled with, with that and just wanted to be about basketball 24 seven and always thinking about basketball, but you know, as I've grown up and been through the long seasons before, I understand how much that can wear you out, especially around this time of the year. So I do a good job, especially like on the weekends, the Sundays we get off, just being able to turn basketball off and just 
turn scouts or whoever our next opponent is, just forget about that for the day and just, you know, go on with my life and all the things that are going on in my life. Um, so I, that's helped me just with the balance of basketball and everyday life. Yeah, uh, I've, I've learned to just, um, you know, get in the word more, uh, read my Bible more. I think that really helps. Um, it just takes a lot of stress and uh, pressure off of, like, you know, whether it's school or basketball, that really helps me. Um, and then I'd say, like, just hanging out with friends um, and then just, like, on the weekends, like, just getting lots of rest, I think, has really helped me. Um, and then, you know, coming in with the mindset that, like, like you will just want to get better, I think, has also helped, too. So, last question. It's I think the most <laughs> fun question. So what has been your favorite memory of being on the team? It either can be five years ago or last week. Either can be on the court, off the court. What's been your favorite memory? Yeah, I mean, I got a lot of them. But I'd say, like, non-basketball related would probably be either when we went to the DR as a team my freshman year or when we just went to Puerto Rico uh, this past winter or Christmas. Um, those two were fun. Uh, those two trips were fun. And I'd say probably basketball-related, I'd say beating Marion last year on senior night. Uh, that was fun. There was a huge, like, celebration in the locker room. Um, and, the, you know, the coaches were going crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I would have to agree with the Dominican Republic. That was an amazing trip. Um, but also this past trip to Puerto Rico – I think my favorite memory was we were in Stone Cold um, Ice Cream and or with Cold mm -hmm. Stone. Yeah, yeah. Cold Stone. Cold we were Stone. in there, and I don't know. Somehow, some way, we got control of the ox and <laughs> bumping music and <laughs> over there, and just it, it was a ton of fun. Um, something that like we've never done before, and to be able to experience that was amazing. Um, and then on the court, yeah, we've had some big wins. Um, the, the Marion game last year, the locker room yeah. was yeah. – it, it's never been like that. The football team was there, and, you know, everybody come, comes in the locker room after, coaches, water everywhere. It's just crazy, crazy atmosphere for a little bit, and uh, that really just shows, like, how special Iowa really was. Well, that's all the questions we have. Um, good luck with the rest of your guys' this season. Um, we'll both be watching. Yeah, uh, join us next week for episode five as we will spotlight the competition cheer team, which will be fun to learn more about. Um, I'm, I, I'm Abby Harvey here with Micah Roberts and our guests, Caden Bontrager and Noah Smith here on Wildcat Week, brought to you by Amplify Media.